Before our episode begins, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 20sides, where you can get exclusive access to our Patreon-only campaigns, The Other Side and Veil of Shadows, and much, much more. We are also thrilled to announce our partnership with Claymore Miniatures. They are ready to print miniatures inspired by the best fantasy art you will ever find. Check them out on My Mini Factory today. Now, hit that intro music. On the last episode of 20 Sides, the party took the comatose human inside the monastery to recover. After stabilizing the stranger and investigating the surroundings, they found cellar doors leading beneath the monastery. Small groups of undead, skeletons, and zombies lurked below as the party faced their first real bouts of combat. After searching one of the rooms, Leo uncovered a secret door. And that's where we begin. Welcome to 20 Sides, a fast-paced, story-driven, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm your DM, Matt. I'm Bobby, playing Yaros, the Dwarven Barbarian. Hey, I'm Jess, and I play Leona, the Moon Alpha Wizard. Hi, I'm Philip, and I play Seven, the Warforged Cleric. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I play the Half-Elven Rogue, Ordella. Join our campaign as we unravel the mysteries of an ancient necrotic evil, right now on 20 Sides. reading through the blueprints and looking at them, you can see one of the sconces will release what would be a secret door. Uh, hey guys, I just came, I know you don't care about books because neither one of you can read, but- I can um, read a few words. I, I, I don't know I don't that I can. Write my name. I, I can try, but I don't know, I, maybe. Uh, well, I found this um, blueprint of, I'm pretty sure it's, it looks a lot like the building that we're in now. And it looks like there's a, um, a hallway or something if I touch this sconce. I I guess, is it a pull down? Yeah, so as soon as you grab it, you, you can see it. It feels like you would pull it down. Okay, I'm going to pull it. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, what what, what yeah. will this do? Well, hopefully there's more people to kill behind it. So as soon as you pull it, you hear... <laughs> After the scraping of stone on stone stops... A small 10 by 10 room is revealed. A sleeping bag with adventuring supplies is nestled in the far corner of the room. The bones of a humanoid lay partially covered by the bag. One exit, a hallway, leads to the north. Listening closely, you hear sounds of chains being dragged across stone, scraping slowly. A moldy, musty odor ahead of you replaces the putrid, rancid smell of decaying flesh behind you. Next time we talk, before we pull sconces, that lead well, to you know, just new areas. Cool, so I, I can't see anything, so I, I have to wait for y'all. I don't, I don't know. So you said there are two torches that were chilling there. Yes, there are two torches. They're not lit, but there are two torches in those sconces. Can I light one for or sure. two? Light two? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to light one for myself and one for my uh, Ooh, friend can I, can Seven I have one? here. Yeah, can I have one? Because I can't, I can't see. I don't. Yeah, I know you told me a million times. Okay. So that's why I'm, I'm lighting sure. this for you. Know. And we all heard this dragging of chains up ahead? Yep. 
Okay, who wants to go first? One of you? Ooh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll do, yes, I'll yes, go I think this time yeah. it's best yeah. you go first. I got first. you a yes. light. I got okay. you a You have light yeah. now. Torch. Yeah, so I can see. I'll now. go first. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Are y'all all going in one line? Like one behind the other? Or y'all, or just, uh, Yarost and Leo, are y'all waiting back while he goes ahead? Um, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> my mind goes to like, oh my gosh, what if we all go in there? And then it goes, mm, closes up and then we're all stuck. So, um, well, why don't why don't you drag one of the dead guys in front of it, and then and then the door if it will just it will like just a, hit the dead like guy, a, like a door wedge. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. like, a, like a dead door wedge. Yeah, <laughs> like a dead door wedge. <laughs> yeah, so we take crates or whatever's easy to move, and just to make sure that doesn't close behind us. Okay. All right, guys, let's go uh, check it out. Yes. So I just start walking. I mean, I'm, I'm overly excited to to do this. I feel safe that there's nothing behind us. I don't need to watch Leo's back, so I'll be like right behind him. Okay, Leo, are you staying close or are you staying back? I'm gonna, I'm gonna like stay by the door a little bit, okay. and I'm gonna walk. I'll be inside the threshold. Perfect. Okay. Um, so after a few minutes of you guys carrying crates and a few barrels, putting it in between this secret door that has has now been revealed. Seven. Give me a perception check as you move down this hallway. 19. 19, okay. From up ahead, um, you continue to move. The hallway moves to the east. After you move about 15 feet, the hallway then splits again, either to the north or the south. You hear chains scraping against stone from the north. Hey, 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 Yaros, we're, we're going towards the chains, right? Yes, at least we know something is that way. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, well let's. Well, we're gonna go that. We're going north. I we're north. Don't know if Leo can see us since we made a turn. Oh, is she not coming with us? I wasn't paying attention. I don't know where she's at. She, Le- Leo, Leo. Oh, well, perhaps not yelling Le- in, oh. the, in where we don't oh. have. Oh, we're not. Oh, we don't know okay. what's ahead of us. Oh, okay. So I, I hear Seven yell my name, and mm-hmm. I run, or just kind of like walk quickly, like. Okay. Oh my gosh! Like shh. Oh, so, sorry, I didn't, him, I didn't know where you were. Why I, are you I, yelling? Sorry, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry. You continue to hear the chains rake across the stone floor and around the corner. You see a skeleton. I need everybody to roll for initiative. Yes. <laughs> Two. That's going to be a 21. Uh, I got 19 plus 3, 22. Six. Wow. Okay. Led is um, first. So, Leo, you are going to go first, followed by seven, followed by the s- skeleton, and then Yaros, you will... Um, like Yaros is slow playing you us bat- on these. You'll be batting last again. <laughs> I love skeletons. Leo, you are up first. What do you got? Okay, so I'm going to um, throw a firebolt at him. Nine. Reaching through Yaros, and it's, it's kind of easy to throw it over Yaros, him being a dwarf, um, but Seven, kind of being spastic that he is and getting ready to fight the skeleton, you you wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, finally shoot forward, but the skeleton's already moved by the time it, it flies forward and it just slams into the wall right behind the skeleton. Seven, you are up, sir. Well, I didn't realize that she was going to be going, mm-hmm. so I'm already mid-swing with my mace. Yeah, for sure. That goes by me. That's going to be a 15. 
That is going to just hit. Ooh, really? Three damage. So yeah, so you reach forward, this firebolt flies in front of this skeleton who's got a shield. It dodges out of the way of the firebolt. You're able to hit it and just, you hear it, it crack a little bit under the weight of your mace. It then returns the favor with a short sword swing and doesn't even get close to you as it as it slams into the side of the wall at that corner that it's at. At this point, you hear you hear another chain, another skeleton coming from the north, and then a skeleton coming from the south as well. Hey guys, um, there's more. Have all bottlenecked you right here, and neither of them can reach you. So it is Yaros, your turn. What do you got? At this point, you're kind of sandwiched in between Leo and Seven. The skeletons are at this T. Can't really swing your maul. What are you doing? Inching my way forward, trying to see an opening between the walls and uh, Seven. And I guess I just kind of realized I can't get anything. Um, not thinking javelins or anything. I'm just, just like, I can't, can't do anything. All right. Leo, you are up. So I'm going to try my hand. Uh, I'm going to do a chill touch this time. 14? Yeah. Misses. <sighs> as, the, as the hand does fly forward, it goes past Yaros, um, past seven, but it just slams into the shield of this skeleton. See, magic is unreliable. Uh, maybe if you Something. move out of the way. Something about seven needs to be known is... He doesn't know much about worldly things, but he's built for war and battle. Right. So he understands that right now he's very excited, but he's got to pull it together because we're sandwiched in here. And he's seeing he's seeing everything come from the side. So I'm going to channel divinity. Okay. And my channel divinity is turn undead. All right. And so I'm going to speak a prayer that is a DC saving throw of 14. And if they fail it, uh, for the next minute, they're going to do everything they can to get as far away from us as possible. Nice, nice. Mm. Hashtag know your character. So, what are you going to say? What's your prayer? I don't want to. I don't want to share that. Okay, that's Fair between enough. that's between me and and my God. Okay, mm-hmm. it's between you and Karis. It is. Okay, between me. And Karis, All right. Yes. The the God of creation mm-hmm. and life. Mm-hmm. All right. So you do. So you. Well, that's rude. <laughs> but I make a spectacle of this I get down on one knee I put my mace in front of me with my shield I keep my head down and I speak it to myself they can hear me but they can't really tell what I'm saying this small flash of light happens Seven and and Leo you see this Um, two of the skeletons the skeleton in the middle and the skeleton to the south both as soon as they see this, their hands go up and it's almost like they're shielding their eye sockets. Um, they turn and they immediately start moving to the south. Um, and you hear sounds that skeletons probably would never make. Just like, <laughs> as they move to the south, the other skeleton to the north shields its eyes from it and you now see it has this chain type whip with spikes on it. Mm. It seems unaffected by it. The other two are greatly affected by it and take off fleeing. The one to the north doesn't as he replaces the two to the south and is going to make an attack on you. 
Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? I guess I should ask you that first. Well, that's my action. I have to use that as an action. Okay. So, do you want to move at all? Um, I, I would like to disengage from them because I'm trying to create space. So I kind of push. I'm quite a bit bigger than Yarost, so yeah. I kind of push Yarost back and I disengage. Okay. At, probably as far as I can back to the corner of the hallway there. The skeleton to the north will move 20 feet around and come straight at you with this this chain whip as it uh, swings it forward. And I'm going to change out my D20 because I keep rolling ones. <laughs> as it, as it hits the side and just skids across the stone and you can see little pieces of stone just break from the wall and uh, fall to the ground. But alas... It misses you. It has a shield. It's got this spiked chain. Yaros, it is your go. What are you doing? You're still kind of sandwiched, sandwich, though. Right, yeah. yeah, so I'm just, uh, they, they must have ran because they saw me back here. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah, buddy, that's what it was, yeah. I don't know what you were doing kneeling in battle. It's never a good idea. <laughs> Trying to be ready in case he somehow breaks through and, you know, I see an opening, but just not enough room right now. Okay. So. Leo. It is back up to you, ma'am. What do you got? I'm going to try and cast one of my first level spells. I'm going to try Chromatic Orb. 17. That's going to hit. 8 plus 6. 14 damage. So this orb of, of poison shoots forward, goes just briefly around that corner and slams into this skeleton who didn't see it until too late. As it does, it recoils back a step and just lets out this piercing scream. Seven is your go. So I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit it with my mace then. Okay. Eighteen plus. Yeah, gonna hit. Hits. Okay. That definitely hits. Six damage. So you slam it with your mace, shattering the rib cage. At that, the body just kind of crumbles and falls to the ground. It's chain whip on the ground, shield on the ground. It completely at this point dead. So I sheathe my mace, and I grab the whip. Okay. And I'm like, hey, Yaros, did, did, you, did you see that? I, I, we, we should probably back out of here, though. I, I, I think it'd be a good idea if we go check on, on Halvar now. Yes, this is a good idea. I'm like, let's keep going, but okay. I keep the whip. Okay. So you can write down a spiked chain whip. Um, it does a D8 of damage. And it's, it's not super long, so it's not going to, like, reach out to 10 feet, but, you know. You write it down. Yes, I guess on our way back out, I kind of see the body that's in the sleeping bag and just kind of give it a quick look. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Seven. I got 22. Yaros, you you find 12 gold pieces kind of like tucked <sighs> into the, the sleeping bag area. Leo, you find a green emerald. Uh, tucked into there. Well, there's a pouch laying on the ground that you were able to find quickly. Um, that's worth 15 gold pieces. All right, so we're heading back out, all the way out to check on Halvar. Let's do it, guys. This has been a really intense day. This has been the best day ever. <laughs> so you make your way back to the south uh, through the secret door, around, and then back up the steps leading out into the Eastern Pines. Um, in this clearing, you are back out where the ruined monastery is. Again, really cold outside. So y'all head into the ruined monastery and Halvar is 
dead. Awake. Again. Sitting there like, where the hell am I? <laughs> Still laying exactly where you left him. Mm. Look like he's conscious this time? Yeah, he's, yeah, his, um, he's not awake conscious, but he is not, he, you stabilized him when you gave him the healing potion. So you know at some point he's going to come to, you don't know exactly when. Can I do a medicine check? Sure. Are we sure he just hasn't had one too many ales? It's going to be a 25. 25. I'm a plus six in medicine. Okay. So you can tell whatever started to suck the life force out of him was really strong. And it eventually would have killed him had y'all not given him the healing potion when you did. Doing so stabilized him and you can tell with that high of a roll that he'll probably wake up in an hour or two. You don't know if he'll remember what he what happened to him. You don't know if he will know exactly what he did, but you know he'll he'll be coming to in an hour or so. Coming to do I know that he won't really have cognition? Like he won't really be, yeah, he'll come to in an hour or so, but will he really come to or will he just more be like, okay, he is waking up. Do I know that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you you know he'll wake up and he'll be able to like talk more to than us likely and, talk to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I, like as a cleric, if I did something maybe more, mm-hmm. would it happen faster and, and give him more ability to like talk to us? And Yeah, I'll say with that high of a role, you would know that any type of magical healing that you give him would either expedite the process or cause him to wake up. But it wouldn't necessarily make him better when he woke up than if we just let him wake up. Correct. It's okay. not going to... It's not going to, like, aid him, really. It's just going to speed it along. Right, right, okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we're just going to maybe take a short rest here. So we're kind of yeah. watching him. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go, like... Try to find something to bar that cellar door closed while we do that so nothing, nothing creeps out. For sure. Then come back to the monastery and just kind of set up for a short rest. Okay. Easy enough. I mean, there's planks and, and you, you know, you're at a ruined monastery. You're able to shut the doors, throw a few planks in between the handles to bar it closed pretty good. So while um, we're just waiting for our friend to come to, um, I'm just kind of, I get my spell book out and I get the letter out and, and I just say, oh yeah, by the way, guys, I found this um, bloody letter um, and here's what it says. It says again, Dolman, it's not in Crowreach. I've searched wide and far and even in the Alderwood Monastery. I released but a drop of essence from the censer of Thormir not three days ago underneath Crowreach Tower. I will finish my stay in Crowreach and report back to Pinegate. And again, it's co- it's mainly covered in blood, just dried, darkened blood, so it's really tough to read anything else on the letter. You can tell there was a lot more writing, but from what you can read, that's that's what you can make out. And do, do we know who Thormir is, this essence of Thormir? Give me a history check. This is going to be a really high DC. Like high, like a seven. <laughs> or a little higher, maybe. A little 14. Bit, a little bit higher. Oh, wait. Would you say history check? Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely not a 14. That's a seven. What, a 24? 24. It'll be like, no. Has to be a 25. I'll say 
for Leo, you've read the name before in your studies that connect to, to what you do as a wizard. But other than that, you 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 don't remember anything. You you've heard the name, but you don't know from what or why. But you the name rings a bell. That's about all you can gather. So this essence of Thormir, though, in Witcher says, has, has anyone heard of Thormir? I do not know this name. <sighs> I mean, it sounds really familiar, but uh, yeah, I can't remember. Perhaps Alvar has heard of it. So when he wakes up, we, we ask him about this. I'm just going to walk over to Halvar and just kind of tap his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> about an hour and 15 minutes after you guys get back to the monastery, Halvar starts to come to. It's a slow come to, maybe about over four or five minute span. He begins to open his eyes. You can see him kind of cough a little bit. Um, At doing so, he looks at you three and immediately becomes somewhat defensive. Doesn't sit up, but he's on his side at this point. He's rolled over to his side and he says, Who are you? What do you want? Simmer down, old man. We just saved your life. Who are, where am I? I believe, believe you're in this monastery. We found you in the graveyard. We were sent by Willinor. She said you contacted her. I was, I was, I think I was drawn here. But I, I can't remember by what. I don't. I remember walking into the pines and coming to this monastery. Something drew me here. I can't quite remember. Well, are you up for fighting? Do you like to fight? Are you, are you good with a, a, a bow or a staff or a sword? Do you have any magical powers? Do we just need to take you home? Yes, it, it wouldn't hurt me to go home. Can you make it home by yourself? We still, there, there's still things down in the cellar that we are investigating. Maybe I'll stay here for a little while and wait for you all to come back. How long do you think you'll be? We did not. We do not know how deep. This one over here loves to battle. So oh yeah! Have you ever seen a spiked day. chain whip like this? And I pulled it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in my travels, I, be, I believe I've seen something of that before. Well, it's mine now. You can't have it. I, I, <laughs> I'm not interested in that. All right. Well, you you rest up and try to gain your composure up here. We are going to go um, back into the cellar. See what we find. Okay. Yes. Do, do you want her to leave the dried fruit with you? No, 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 thank you. Okay. Okay. Let's go. And so I turn around and walk out. Like I'm ready to. I'm ready to go. Well, one, one second. You, you can already be gone. Yeah, I'm out the door that. already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wait. Do you know um a, a Thoromir and what was name on letter? Uh, Who's at the Dalm- Dalmer Dalman. We're not great with names, so if you can think of any name close to these. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know a Dalman, but Th- Th- Thormir rings a bell. Thormir. The essence of Thormir. 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 Undead. 
It is an undead person. Why, why do you know this name? What? We have found a letter that someone has released some of the essence below uh, Crowrich Tower. You said Willinor sent you? Yes. Have, have you told her this yet? No, not yet. We want to get comprehensive report before we talk to her. Um, look, our, our buddy is probably pretty far into the cellar by now. It sounds like chopping wood, but I'm just trying to get in. I can't figure out how to get into the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would put that in the the, the report to Willinor. Yes, of course. We will um, we will update her soon. Let's finish the cellar. Checking out the cellar. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, he's struggling over there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trying to open the a door. We go over and help him head back down the cellar. Okay. So, so uh, while they are um, unlocking the door, I'm going to like turn my back to them and just open up my jacket and say, okay, um, and just whisper into my pocket, keep an eye on this guy. If anything strange happens, come find me. And Luna wakes up in her perfect, precious bat cuteness. And she flies into the trees. So you're bat familiar. I, Luna. Didn't, I didn't see any of this. So I have no, no idea. I'm still trying to get in that door. And flies off, goes into the tree, is hanging upside down, facing the direction to where Halvar is located. So you guys head back down into the cellar, past where the secret door was open. It has not moved since. And you head back to where you fought the skeletons that Seven sent off, the one crumpled up skeleton that you grabbed the spike chain from Seven. Um, you can go to the north or to the south. Which direction would you like to go? So so the the, the others ran to the south. But yes, the after they north. saw my intimidating presence, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what Something that was. Like yeah, that. sure, sure, sure. I'm learning a lot about you today, Yarost. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Still pretty awesome. However, uh, what do you want to do, north or south? Well, I say we follow the skeletons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Let's go to the south. What's up? Still in the same marching order. Seven, you're first. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, absolutely. All right. So you all move to the south. Um, the hallway then turns to the east about 15, 20 feet as you make your way you approach a door to the north and then to the east, you see two crumpled up skeletons that closely resemble to an extent the skeletons that ran off from Seven. But they're um, crumpled up? They're crumpled up this, at this point. They, they no longer look like they're, they're animated whatsoever. Um, they have no more life to them. You can head to the north, there's a door, or you can go to the east, there's a small room with a big cage in it. Mm. Check out the cage. Okay. There is a large rusty cage with its door flung open. It's tucked into that tiny opening. There's dried and darkened blood that just saturates the entire floor in this area. There's nothing really else of interest in the room. So as soon as I seen that, I just turn around and go back towards the other door. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like, uh, I'm like, nope, not in here. <laughs> are you opening said door? I am kicking that door down. Give me a strength check. 15. Easy enough as the door is at this point, pretty much rotted wood. 
you kick it, your foot goes through part of it and you almost trip as, as your foot gets stuck as the door starts to swing open. Uh, but you end up catching your balance as you move forward into a really tiny, about 10 foot long, 15 foot long hallway that's got a little alcove where there was once enough spot for a fire. There's another door in front of you. However, this time you hear from the other side, you hear a few doors creak open on the other side of this door that you're on. Do they hear that as well? Is it everybody? It's a pretty loud yeah, creaking pretty open. Like... So I turn around and go, uh, are y'all ready? <laughs> so um, before we move on, I want to go check to see where the fire is at and see if it feels warm or if it like is a fresh fire or if it's been chilling there for a while. So you can see just where you're standing right now. It's just this almost like a fire pit would be. The ashes are look old as old can be. Um, old it's as not ashes. warm. As old as ashes. Yeah. <laughs> They're not warm whatsoever. Just Looks like it's been many ashes. many a year since a flame has many a year since a flame has billowed in this fire pit. I turn around like are y'all are are you are you ready? You you ready? And so I'm, I'm looking for confirmation that they're ready for me to just absolutely kick this door down. Do your thing. Yeah, maybe it'll be a friendly skeleton this time. A friendly zombie. Do I need another strength check to see if I can kick this door down? Yes. It's going to be a 12. A 12. Again, easy enough as this door is, is pretty much rotted out, um, rusty hinges. This time your foot does not get stuck because you don't hit it quite as hard, but it's... Poof, busts open, and in it, you see a desk, a fancy metal and wooden chest, and a bookshelf line this small chamber, now made a study. Spell components adorn the top of the desk, colorful books pack the bookshelf, and ordinary adventuring supplies lay on top of crates in the far corner of the room. Leaning against the crates is an opulent maul with intricate wood carvings embedded into the shaft. Its rectangular iron head is encircled in golden ancient decorative script and a single spike emerges from the center. To the north is an opening to a much larger chamber where you hear the noises of clanking metal. It's either keys or swords clattering against stone, something like that. You also hear they will not. They will not come for us. They are not coming for us. They will. We will stop them. And that is it for this week's Twenty Sides. Tune in each week to check in on Yarost, Seven, and Leo as they venture across the Veiled Lands. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Twenty Sides Pod. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, and don't forget to share the podcast with your friends, family, and your arch rivals. Last but not least, we couldn't do it without the atmospheric background tracks provided by TabletopAudio.com. We will see you next week right here on 20 Sides.
But wait, there's one more thing. If you haven't heard, we have partnered with Claymore Miniatures. You have to go check them out. Go to myminifactory.com and search Claymore Miniatures. And I promise you, I promise you, you are going to love what they have to offer. They are detailed sculpts. They are extremely realistic, but I think most importantly, they are very, very artful. They are the miniatures that I have been searching for forever. So stop what you're doing. Head over to myminifactory.com today and search Claymore Miniatures and get your buy on.